Today's podcast is sponsored by Kevin Feely Athletic Therapy, helping you in all matters related to pain, injury, and athletic performance. Bookings can be made through the website at www.kevinfeelyathletictherapy.ie. Thanks to Kevin for sponsoring the podcast, and I will leave the links to the website and social media accounts in the video description. Uh, so, Anthony, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, how have you been managing the last uh, few months without sport? <laughs> well, you'd miss it, there's no doubt. Uh, there's no, no point in saying you know, when you're in a routine of almost every day of the week being involved, it's uh, it's a bit of a change. Um, but still, uh, just look at what can be done. It's it's a pandemic and um, something nobody in the, I, I would say, very, very few in the world have witnessed before, certainly nobody in Ireland has witnessed it. So, yeah, we had to and have to obey the rules of, you know, the Medical Council and the government. And um, um, But look, we've given as much as we can to guys to work away on their own. And, um, you know, we've had a huge response from the players, really. They just, they just you know, mad keen to keep their fitness levels and their strength levels up and whatever they can do football-wise, which is probably against a wall of basic skills. Um, um, but um, it's the same for everybody, really. So just I suppose waiting now is the big is the big question, and the unknown is is uh, you know we're, it's hope now at this stage. But uh, things have gone well in in uh, in the last few weeks, in that yeah, the country seems to have got uh, grips with the pandemic. You know. Yeah, it's kind of that uncertainty at the moment. I mean, John Horne said a few weeks ago that October would be the earliest. Like from the intercounty um, perspective, what would you like to see done? Like, would you like prefer nearly? them to say there'll be no action this year or would you always in that hope that maybe come October that we will have a championship? Yeah, I, I think they couldn't really say one way or the other when when it will happen um, and they just have to give guidelines. Um, yeah, even if it happens in October, look at it, it's still super because there's, there's October, November, which you can get two great months there and maybe, you know, you know, if we get a good run on that, being a final in maybe December, you know, so there's still a bit of time, a long time, as I would say to anybody to ask me, well, what do you think? Will, will we be back? Will we play at club level or county level? So, yeah, I think it's still a long way to October for, for inter-county teams. and still a long way till the end of July as well for, for club teams to get back. So uh, it's going in the right direction. And as long as the, uh, the R factor, as they call it, that uh, the spread of the virus isn't high, um, you know, I think we'll have to live with X amount of cases and X amount of, unfortunately, uh, you know, tough, tough on families and on, on individuals who get it. But uh, as long as the, uh, yeah, spread factor is is down, then then uh, it probably will be uh, okay at, at at some stage to resume. Yeah, we'll go into yourself just um, briefly because um, you're one of probably the few managers that have done the football and the hurling. Um, what would be the, the main differences between managing an inter-county hurling team and a football team? Uh, there aren't many, really, to be honest. I mean, we have a panel of players and you're there to try and facilitate development of, of players. Um, I was there with county board and stakeholders and supporters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're always going to be, you know, demanding and the same and you have a sponsor. Uh, so infrastructure-wise, it's very, very similar. Um, yeah, and then you have a management team, which you'll have coaches, you know, be it, be it hurling or football, and you'll have your conditioning uh, work and your fitness work, which is quite similar, and your nutrition work and your medical side, which is quite similar. So all in all, it's a 
you know, it's it's you're trying to get better as a group and trying to set the standards there that they'll get better and that you're providing a platform that players will learn as much as they can in the short time that they're with you um, to evolve their game and get better. And uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, you'd have to say now the players at inter-county level, no matter what, what code they're at, are so, you know, professional in, in their approach and driven to be better. Um, that's got to do with a lot of the time they put in as well. Um, they definitely, you know, give up, you know, tremendous sacrifices, but, you know, it's, 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 um, it's, you know, it's humbling to be involved with, with guys that are so talented and that want to win and want to have success and, and, and to promote their game. Um, so, yeah, they're good environments to be in and it's a privilege, really. And, um, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's definitely a huge amount of work, but um, we wouldn't be doing it unless you like it and love it and want to do it. Um, but having said that, it's, it's um, a huge privilege to, to, you know, to be involved and, you know, to be asked to be involved with a county team and, uh, you know, the codes, you know, to be don't matter. Um, you know, it's just lucky that I, I did play Hurling and get a, get a chance to manage there, but um, equally as lucky to be involved with club teams and now a county team in Roscommon. Yeah, would you have seen sort of the, I mean, the fitness levels and demands on players change over the last 10 or 15 years from like starting out? Yeah, they definitely have gone up. Um, you know, the, the preparation and their, their own time that they spend on gym and as an example, own time that they spend uh, on recovery um, and the work that they do with their diet as an example. So all the, all the times they're away from you. Uh, would have gone up, and um, they train probably every day now. Whether whether they're just doing a recovery session or a stretching session, or they're in, they have their own gym times allocated. Um, but that's there now for, well, definitely is there the past ten years to fifteen years, um, and it's been built on. And I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily gone up or. Um, gone through the roof in the last number of years but um, there has been a big shift in paradigm there's no doubt um, uh, there'd, there'd be a bigger focus as well now on coaching and using analysis and, and using videos and yeah analysis of players and setups and you see that you see that in hurling as well as in football now I'd say football led to changes and that and yeah you see you see developments in the game probably as well year on year um, I mean, short kickouts uh, or place kickouts weren't there. When you look at the old clips now, the last few weeks, yeah. <laughs> it was just, just just kick the ball as far as you can. Um, yeah, that that would have now followed. Hurling would have followed that now. For example, where there's a you know possession is a huge part of the hurling game now. Uh, maybe that wasn't there even five years ago or ten years ago. It wasn't as high as it is now. Um, but the skill level of players, I'd have to say, has gone gone gone, gone very very high and. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's the demands that there, but uh, demands are there because players want it, supporters want it, people want to win, and you're learning all the time. You know, you're learning from the professional sports, you're learning from coaching webinars, you're learning from, 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 from any teaching and any people you can get your hands on to that you try and learn from. Um, so that drives it, yeah. Yeah, so we'll move on to Roscommon. Um, I suppose from afar, before we go, you took over, um, Kevin McStay was there for two years. Um, what did you make as sort of the, the progress? Because they won a iconic title as well under under him. Yeah, I, was, I mean, in fairness to Kevin and to, to Liam and uh, to Gerardo, there, I mean, they 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 have done very very well and did very well. Um, there was no expectation in in Salt Hill when mm. when, the, 
yeah. who went out of the fire. That was a tremendous for a young team. Um, yeah, the expectation would would probably have raised in Roscommon now, backed up by the win last year, is that um, you know a kind of title or doing okay after that is 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 not acceptable anymore. That they you know the Roscommon supporters and quite rightly want to see um, an advancement really in the Super Eights that 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 a team gets to an All Ireland semi final. That would be that would be the next step really for this set of players because um, they definitely have the talent and they have the will to win and. They've proven that under Kevin and proven that there as well in the last year. So, um, yeah, it, it's 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 getting to the next phase, really, is what it's all about now. But uh, you can't get there unless you win your first match. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's no bigger challenge ahead than probably against Mayo. So, Mayo and Galway are two, you know, Mayo being a really, really strong and established team over the last 10 years. And... Galway now who are you know under Porik Joyce emerging as a as a top class side side but for us for us it's getting it's getting to play these guys and to develop even further than, than this team under whoever it is in the last number of years has gone so yeah yeah big big development needs are still there and uh, needs from the from the supporters who are you know really the owners of this team uh, to get to the next level yeah, your kind of your first big win, even in my opinion, was probably the FPD final against um, Galway. Even I mean that, that kind of felt like a big league game. Was that kind of just laying it down America for the year? Well, yeah, I suppose we were new in, and players wanted to make an impression as well, and we wanted also to lay down a marker, and that you know chances were that we weren't playing Galway later in the year. So. Um, we we were extremely disappointed in the league match against Galway yeah. and that we didn't you know play well that day and it was just an off day really. Um, did well in a lot of the league matches but probably could have got a couple of more points out of the league. Um, Starting off definitely, um, we, we you know the the, the FPD match in June really really heavy under foot conditions, but it showed that there was a quite a, quite a long a strong character there and a lot of players who didn't probably figure for the few years before that uh, really wanted, to, I think those players in particular wanted to, you know, to put their hand up even that day and say, listen, I'm I'm going to be, um, you know, I'm going to be really fighting for a place here. Yeah, the league itself is probably a mixed bag nearly. Um, the first two or three games, good performance. You lost by to Mayo by a point, but then you got a big win against Monaghan. And that was Connor Cox's um, debut. Um, how does that come about, uh, Connor coming up to Roscommon? Well, word was filtering through that on the ground that uh, his dad is from rogue and that he, you know, his son would be coming back probably to to to, to live in Roscommon, and uh, this guy was, you know, you know, big big talent and big underage star in Kerry, and would we be interested? And of course, yeah, I mean, we're interested in anybody that uh, from a parent role. Um, he's not the first, and won't be the last, and. Uh, uh, yeah, Connor's a really, really, really skillful player and great attitude uh, to train and always wants to better himself. And, you know, he's, he also fitted in extremely well. He's a very, very popular guy and, you know, just one of the lads now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's good Roscommon blood on him as well. So, yeah, it was good. And then he got a job, of course, systems in Carrick Channel. So, all fitted in very neatly and we'll say that he's he's really driven and, you know, Connor's ambition is uh, to get to get better and better all the time, and, and uh, to have continuous success with Roscommon. 
Yeah, he drew Tyrone then. And I suppose that's probably a bit of a disappointment because he didn't get um, any more points after that. Do you look back on that Division 1 campaign and think we probably should have stayed up? Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Even even the day against Dublin and after that wouldn't, wouldn't rate us to have him won that. But uh, two rather lucky goals. Mm. For Dublin, you could yeah. say they were, were sort of uh, defended and scrummages in the small pillar parallelogram for both of them, and yeah. the, the ball popped out uh, to, on both occasions through no fault of anybody's or through no really good play by Dublin or or, or good defending by us, but they, good or bad defending it, um, the ball just popped out. <laughs> it's just the way they broke from yeah. from uh, from when, when you when you when you had a breaking ball and you had. A good few tusks on for it. Um, they broke out very fortuitously for for uh, Dublin, and they put them away as Dublin do. Um, but yeah, look at uh, you're very satisfying, and really would have would have liked to have uh, you know to stay it up. But uh, that's the card you dealt with. Um, but you know, it's 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 up to the players, and it's up to everybody to try and always continuously want to play at the top division because that's where you learn most. Yeah, moving on to the championship, I mean, probably no disrespect to, to Leitrim, but everyone was nearly talking about that Mayo game for a few months. Was that just in your minds the whole time from when you took over? Um, what you, you you don't, you mean you never you never look past your first championship game. I mean, that's a golden rule. Um, for us, it was it was Leitrim. Um, we had we had uh, the league, you know, we had a month of April off. Really, it's a club month. Um, but we had trained and, and facilitated a lot of club league matches as well with the lads. So they, they'd got a lot of football in April. And then we had a, we had a two or three week championship run into to the Leitrim match. And yeah, um, yeah, again, guys who in particular hadn't seen championship, you know, a lot of championship games, you, you'd take the likes of Shane Clore on that day who, who really wanted to, to make his mark on, on and say, here, I'm going to be around for good boys. Uh, in our risk common team and we'll be hoping Shane might get back to those as yeah. well he didn't in the nasty leg break this year but um, all going well he may, he, he may be in contention back in the, the year you know yeah, did you see yourselves as um, underdogs at all going to that game because a lot of talk is about Mayo they just won the league and no one seemed to, to give you a chance at all going to Castlebar that, that night uh, you know it, it, it's funny because we, we didn't <laughs> In, when you're preparing for a match, we don't really look at, you know, are we underdogs or not underdogs or how good are they or not, the, or, you know, what they've done or not done. Um, obviously, we'd have watched them in the league final. We would concentrate a lot on our own game as well and getting that right. And, um, and I think the biggest factor on that was that we played so well that night in the league match. Um, yeah. And it was under very, very tough conditions in the very early part of the year. And we wanted... Um, we most definitely wanted to, to, to bring it to a battle like that. And um, um, that's what the lads said. And it was tremendous. Uh, we hadn't really spoken about the little time it went and, and stuff like that, really. It's, it's just their, their games, their, their, you know, the, the systems of play, their, 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 you know, how well we defend, how well we counter-attack, how well we take our scores. Um, but, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's you know, it's, it's, it's that. There's no doubt. We play Mayo again, it'll be <laughs> a massive challenge as it is always against their top class players and you know, they're they're really, really strong and powerful team. Do you think even the bench that night might have just saw it over the line because he brought on 
Endon, Donny Smith, Jeremy Marsha, Conor Devaney, Brian Stack, Fintan Craig who scored the winner. It was like, you know, even every five minutes just introducing a, a top class player to come on just to see it over the line. Yeah, I think they got a knock before that and wasn't fully right. And um, Jim would, you know, really, I mean, he, he, he definitely has, he had um, a, a point to prove, but he, you know, in his own admission, he was, he was, he was fighting for a play. So it's great to have players and to have a panel like that. And you would, you would, that would be the ultimate that you have that aim always that you'd have mm-hmm. 20 to 25 players that you're continuously extremely hard to pick. Um, and you're going on form coming into it, and we picked on form. We pick on form to any match we, as we see it. But um, and the same will arise if we ever get to play again this year. And uh, it'll be on form, and it's not on. Historically, I was always there. It's uh, up to each player uh, to prove themselves in the league, to carry their form into the championship, to to continuously improve. And it's it's, um, it's it's really down to that. Important after that Mayo game, then just to, to come down because even being a Roscommon fan, it nearly felt like we won the Connacht title that night in Casbar. It had been so long that there was still another big game against Galway and Salt Hill. Yeah, I think the fact that it was away as well against Galway helped us a bit because if it was at home and had one away to Mayo, it might have been slightly different. Um, and there's always, you know, we hadn't played that particularly well and we're majorly disappointed with our league performance there. So. Yeah, under Kevin Welch, we knew what style Galway would have. Uh, they they don't give away much, uh, that's for sure. Um, um, but you know, if we're scored by Jim, it really in, in, in setting us up um, through the first half, and then to kick on, you know, to kick on really, and and to to, to keep our momentum going was 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 going to be always hard because playing. You know, in a final away from home is difficult at the best of times. Um, but uh, concentration levels are really, really solid that day. Yeah, maybe probably Wisconsin teams of old could have maybe folded and thrown in the towel at half time because Galway just taking control for 10 or 15 minutes before half time and um, were five up. Did you change much at half time or was it just maybe go back to the simple basics, you know, kicking into the eyes of Connor and, and Jeremy and work off them a bit more? No, if you look at it, we weren't doing a whole point particularly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just to, to probably have that bit more patience on, okay, um, you know, Jim, Jim had popping in, was worked well. The score has worked well for the goal. Um, we would, you know, just that bit more patience on, and, and the opportunities will arise. And if you're playing, you know, you are playing a defensive team in a setup. It's mm. you just have to have that, and uh, yeah, go away, opened up a bit, but you know, they were they weren't out of sight by any matter or means, and um, got a grip, definitely got a very strong grip in the game, and um, yeah, so some 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 tremendous defending as well. We'd have to credit defenders because sometimes when you when you score and you win, it's oh, it's the forwards or midfielders, but uh, yeah, I think. Um, Keep the goal forwards at bay. That day was was a really big big performance by our defence. Was there ever a stage um, whenever that last minute when the Roscommon fans came onto the pitch? Did you ever think that came to be abandoned or something bad had happened? Yeah, it's it was it was a bit worrying to be honest with you, and it was something that never came up afterwards. How after all the stewards and uh, if we careful the way I word this now, but. To, to be to be honest, like it has, you know, usually matches and matches are very very heavily stewarded and, and very a lot of regulations on particularly those on the sideline and where you go and stand and where you can't go and can't stand. Um, 
with Salt Hill, known Salt Hill well, you know, the, 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 the entrances to the pitch are very, the walls are very low and it's very, very yeah. easy to get in. Um, uh, but it's something, yeah, I think that you have to, you know, make sure that, you know, it's just big matches like that again, that can't happen um, because not alone, you know, if, if, if it was, it was, you know, <laughs> if something did happen in the last minute when, if a score went in the other way, then everybody would have blamed, um, you know, maybe in, in, incorrectly that they would have let their common fans to come mm-hmm. in. So why, why was it, were there easy accesses for that? And it's something, you know, that you'd have to question why were the stewards there to, you know, to keep that the match should finish properly. But um, oh, thankfully it was, it was fine, but you never know. And as you said, in the last second, how many games are won in the last couple of minutes? And, uh, could have been another set of fans jumping in, but uh, yeah. thankfully it wasn't. Yeah, and then uh, move on to the Supreets then. I suppose after the year before, Briscombe didn't do too well, and it's kind of, yeah, Tyrone in the height. It's nearly a crucial one to win that first game just to set you off, but it didn't just happen for you that day. No, I think, um, yeah, I mean, the experience is huge as well. Like Tyrone, very, very defensive team and very, very good in counter-attacking. And that was a master display that day by them. Having said that, we still had a lot of chances, and had, you should have got yeah. more out of the chances that we had, for, for sure. And uh, yeah, there was disappointing. It was there for us. I would have to say that. And you know, we had hope on that game because you really learn most from championship games in the heat of battle, as you said. And that that players will learn from that game in particular. Um, in in you know in maybe not getting as exposed or getting ran at as easy as we were or in you know being being in front of goals and you know taking the best options or getting there with the with the best results. Um yeah, yeah it just happens, you know, it's 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 um there's no substitute for that, but it's learning mm-hmm. and it's championship and um yeah. Um yeah, but it was extremely close. Okay, four points in the finish, but um for us yeah, a lot of opportunity and having won that and had we won that um, and, you know, we would have, you know, we would have made, you know, just notice with respects to Cork, but, you know, it would have been very, very hard to, to get beaten in the last match, um, if you know, if we'd got over that match. Yeah, I mean, you went down to Cork then and, well, I know you, you were well beaten in Grove Park by Dublin, but how big was that Cork game? To, to the group because maybe from the outside it didn't seem a uh, big game like a dead rubber but how big was it just to win that that first Super 8 game yeah, yeah it's, that was the challenge really win be being me go down as a team that won the first Super 8 match for us common and and uh, the lads rose to that challenge and were very keen to train on um, mightn't have been to practice before to you know to concentrate on your last yeah. match but I think it says a lot, a lot of the mentality of the, of the panel and a lot about their, their, their willingness and their want to become a top, top uh, three or four team in the country is, is, is to go, go away from home, win a first um, Super 8 match and hopefully that will send to them in, in 2020 or 2021. Yeah, is that the aim every year to be back in Division 1 and then maybe go to the next level and qualify out your Super 8 group? Well, yeah, I mean, the next step is being very clear to anybody who wants to play championship football. It's uh, irrespective of league and where you are with that, but for everybody, they want to they want to be in an Ireland semi-final and get into an Ireland final. There's no player going, but there isn't playing inter-county that wants to do that. Don't care where they're from or who they are. Um, but if they don't have that ambition to drive, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're of no use to, 
to to a panel or to a county, and thankfully our players are driven for that, and that's the way they have to be. Uh, well, thanks very much, Anthony, um, for coming on. You're welcome, Dara, and the best of luck. Cheers, Parker. thanks very much. Yeah, tough. <laughs>